بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين I welcome you all to another episode بإذن الله In this episode we will discuss the topic of interest in Islam Whenever this topic comes up it's usually uh, related to gold and silver and there are certain questions that always arise For example, are Muslims allowed to transact in something other than gold and silver. There are some people who claim that the only medium of exchange that Muslims should use when transacting is gold and silver. Also, how did certain events in history affect masail or Islamic rulings? For example, when America left the gold standard in 1971, how did that affect certain masail and rulings in the sharia with regards to interest as well as zakah? To understand this, we go to the beginning and we say interest is prohibited and forbidden in Islam. It is a major sin. There are many ayat in the Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that interest is haram. Allah says, وَأَحَلَّ اللَّهُ الْبَيْعَ riba. Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made business buying and selling halal. As for riba and interest, it is prohibited and haram. In the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in fact, there are many ahadith wherein Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions how riba interest is prohibited. To simplify our topic of discussion before going into detail today, we could say that interest could be divided into three categories. This is, to put it simply, the first category is, there are certain items that Allah and His Messenger have prohibited us from taking anything extra when transacting in them, and it should be hand-to-hand at the same time. So, for example, gold, one kg of gold, if you are selling it for gold, the other person also has gold, it should be 1 kg for 1 kg hand to hand. So that is the first category and we will go into it in more detail. The second category is those items that Allah and His Messenger have allowed us to take extra. However, it still should be hand to hand. So for example, when you are trading gold for silver, it doesn't have to be 1 kg for 1 kg. No, because they are different in value. It could be 1 kg of gold for 10 kgs of silver. However, it should be hand to hand. The third category is that where none of these conditions are required. So you can sell at whatever price you want. It doesn't have to be equal, nor does it have to be at the same time. It doesn't have to be hand to hand. So for example, if you are selling your car for money, it doesn't have to be one for one, one dollar for one car. No, you could charge whatever you want and you don't have to receive the car immediately. It doesn't have to be hand to hand. So you could pay now and receive your car after one year, no problem. So this is just to put it simply. So from this, we can derive that riba is of two categories. Riba al-fadl, which is where you give something, $1,000, and you want more in return. You say, give me back $1,200. Or you give 1 kg of gold, and you say, give me back 2 kgs. That is riba al-fadl. The second category is riba al-nasi'ah, 
where it's basically related to time. So, for example, uh, when it comes to forex dealings, you want to change $100 into uh, British pounds. You give somebody $100 today and they tell you that they will give you the pounds tomorrow. This is also prohibited. And bi'ithnillah, we will go into more detail. Somebody may say, where did all this detail and categorization come from? There is a hadith in Sahih Muslim wherein Rasulullah said, Gold for gold, silver for silver. Thereafter, he mentioned four food types. He mentioned wheat for wheat, barley for barley, dates for dates, salt for salt. He said that whenever you transact in these, the amount should be equal. So gold for gold, 1 kg for 1 kg. Silver for silver, 1 kg for 1 kg. And it should also be hand to hand. However, if you are dealing in a different category, then you can increase or decrease how much you want, but it still should be hand to hand. To picture this, you would have to draw a simple tree diagram. So if you can picture it with me, or even if you have a pen and paper, it will make it easy. If you put interest at the top, you write the word interest at the top of the page in the middle. Thereafter, divide it into two. So draw two lines, one going to the right and one going to the left. When we look at this hadith, we find that Rasulullah mentioned six items. These six items come under two categories. So the first, which you could write on the right side, is الذهب والفضة, gold and silver. The second category is your foodstuffs, which is dates, wheat, barley and salt. Going into more detail, the category on your right has two items, gold and silver. The scholars all agree that there is riba or interest involved when it comes to gold and silver. What do we mean when we say there is interest involved? We mean that if it is the same item, gold for gold, it should be hand to hand and it should be equal. Silver for silver, the same item. It should be hand to hand and it should be equivalent. However, if you are trading one item for the other, gold for silver, then it doesn't have to be equal, but it should still be hand to hand. The scholars all agree on this. However, where they differ, they ask the question, what is the reason? Why did the Messenger of Allah mention gold and silver? The most correct opinion is the reason that he mentioned this is because they are a medium of exchange. Hence, the illa is mutlaq al-thamaniya. Whatever is used as a medium of exchange between the people, there will be interest involved. So under this category, what we could call a medium of exchange, we find there is gold for gold, silver for silver. What else could we put under this category? We could put what we term today as our fiat currency, our normal paper money. Now, some people say that in Islam, we are only allowed to deal in gold and silver, nothing else. This is inaccurate. At the time of Umar ibn al-Khattab, because there was a shortage in gold and silver, there wasn't that much and the ummah had grown, 
He wanted to find something that the people could transact with and it could be easily available. So he thought of making the people transact in camel skins. But the Sahaba عنهم, told him not to. Why? Because the camels would be killed and there would be not enough camels. So look at how the Sahaba عنهم, told him not to do it, not because it was haram, no, but for a different reason. Hence, some of the scholars mention that whatever is used as a medium of exchange, even if it doesn't have any intrinsic value, even if it's something that in itself is not valuable, like paper. Some papers are written 150 and it's still a piece of paper. But the people are using it as a medium of exchange. They are giving it value. Hence, there will be riba involved. So if you change $100 US dollars, for example, and you want to get change, so you have a $100 bill, and you want change in $10 bills, it must be equal. 100 for 100. You can't say that I'm giving you $100 and uh, give me back 110 or the person cannot ask for less. It must be equal and it must be hand-to-hand. One of the reasons for it being hand-to-hand is the Sharia does not want people to fight and argue. When it comes to Forex, we find that the rate, it fluctuates with most currencies. $100 today in a certain currency may be equivalent to 200 today, but tomorrow it may be 250. So let's say, for example, I give you 100 British pounds, which is equivalent to $120 today, US dollars. By tomorrow, the rate may fluctuate and it it may be equivalent to 130. Here we will have a problem. The person who is giving back will say, no, I only owe you 120, it's less. The other one will say, no, give me more. Hence, to close this door, the Sharia said, when it comes to this item, when it comes to sarf, your exchange, your forex, it should be hand to hand. So this is the first category. We mentioned that there are two items agreed upon, gold and silver. When you deal gold in gold, it should be hand to hand and equivalent. When you deal silver for silver, hand-to-hand and equivalent. US dollars for US dollars, hand-to-hand and it should it should be equivalent. However, as we mentioned, there is more than one item under this category. So for example, if item number one is gold and item number two is silver, these two items are different. Hence, their value is different. So you are allowed to have tafadul, you can have uh, charge more for less. One kg of gold, as we mentioned, for 10 kgs of silver, no problem, but it still must be hand for hand. So 100 US dollars for, uh, for example, Australian dollars, it doesn't have to be equal, not 100 for 100, no, whatever the rate is or whatever rate is agreed upon. However, it must be hand to hand. So We mentioned our paper or our tree diagram. You've got your categories. We are finished with the first category, the one on the right. The second category, the one on the left, we mentioned foodstuffs. Rasulullah mentioned four things. Tamru bit tamr, dates for dates, wheat for wheat, barley for barley, and salt for salt. 
here we find that there are four items in this category. So same like the first category. The scholars all agree that there is interest involved when dealing with these four items under this category. So when it comes to the category of foodstuffs or food items, whatever has been mentioned in the hadith of Rasulullah for example, these four items, how do we measure them? We have to go back to the unit of measure at the time of Rasulullah So when it came to dates, dates were not measured by kgs or in kgs, kilograms, as we measure them today. Rather, they were measured with uh, what's known as a sa' a sa' measures volume not weight so one sa' is equal to four muds which are basically four handfuls so getting back to our hadith and our category of foodstuffs when dealing uh, exchanging dates for dates one sa' of ajwa dates for example should be exchanged for one sa' of sukkari dates for example it should not be two for one. No, it must be equivalent and it must be hand to hand. So this is dates. This is one item. The second item, wheat for wheat. One sa' of wheat for one sa' of wheat. The third item, barley, the same thing. The fourth item, salt. One sa' of salt for one sa' of salt, hand to hand. The scholars, they differ as to what is the reason why did rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam mention these four items is it because they are foodstuffs is it because they are measured by volume and anything that is mentioned by volume and weight uh, there is riba involved there is a lot that has been mentioned with regards to this mas'ala. We won't go into too much detail. What's important to remember is when it comes to interest, there are two categories, as we mentioned, that which is to do with a medium of exchange and you've got different items underneath, gold, silver, and what we have today as our fiat currency. And for example, in future, if we had to get, or we have already cryptocurrencies or any other type of uh, something that the people agree is a medium of exchange there will be zakah involved there will be interest involved etc and the second category of interest as we mentioned foodstuffs and we mentioned dates wheat barley and salt now when dealing from one category to another so when you have your medium of exchange your us dollars for example and you want to buy from uh, the other category tamar, dates, or barley, for example, rice, what you would do, you are allowed to have tafadul. It could be $10 for 50 kgs, and it doesn't have to be hand-to-hand. -hand. So you can give your $10 today and receive your rice after one month. And as we mentioned before, there are items that do not go under any of these two categories. So, for example, a car is neither a medium of exchange, nor is it something that is a foodstuff which is measured. Hence, there is no riba involved. So you are allowed to trade one good car, one Mercedes, for example, and get two Toyota Corollas. This is allowed. One for two. Why? There is no riba involved. So it doesn't have to be equivalent and it does not have to be hand to hand.
A question that people may ask is, for example, when people are selling gold, gold jewelry, obviously there's different grades, different types, different purities, 24 karat, uh, 18 karat. Let's say somebody wants to swap one kg of 24 karat gold. According to what we've said, whatever gold they want to receive, it should be one kg. It cannot be more or it cannot be less, and it should be hand-to-hand. So how is it possible for us to say 1 kg of 24 karat gold is equivalent to 1 kg of 18 karat gold? We all know that in value, it is different. Here, as Rasulullah mentioned in the hadith when it came to dates, what you do is you have two transactions. You first sell your gold for money and then with that money you buy the other gold there's a difference let's take the first scenario that is haram if i had one kg of 24 karat gold and i came to you and i wanted to exchange you have 18 karat gold it is prohibited for me to give you one kg of this 24 karat gold and ask you to give me back, for example, 2 kgs of 18 karat gold. No. What is the hal? What is the solution to this? I have to sell you my 24 karat gold first. You give me the money. With that money, I can then, I have the choice. With that money, I then have the choice and I can buy your 18 karat gold. These are two separate transactions. Why? This was what Rasulullah taught the Sahaba and he taught his Ummah after that. One day when Bilal anhu came with good dates, those of high quality, Rasulullah asked him, are all the dates of Khaybar like this? He said no. What we do is we take two sars of bad dates, those which are not that good, and we swap them for one sar of good dates. So... The same item, dates for dates. However, two sars for one. So Rasulullah said no. In another hadith, he said that is riba, interest. What you should do is the dates which are bad, sell them first, get the money, then buy the good dates. We did go into quite a bit of detail and bi'ithnillah we will try to explain this further when teaching fiqh islamic jurisprudence bi'ithnillah we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all goodness ameen sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in